0: Welcome to Cascade Connects, a podcast focusing on the people and events in the Cascade Collegiate Conference. Here is your host, CCC Commissioner, Robert Cashel. Well, welcome to this week's edition of Cascade Connects. I'm your host, Rob Cashel. Behind the scenes is our director, Courtney Blummer. Joined today by head women's soccer coach, Brian Smith, from the College of Idaho, and player... Chloe Teets, senior with the Yotes, and Coach uh, and Chloe, thank you so much for joining us this week.
1: Yeah, well, thank you for the opportunity. Really really excited
2: to be here.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. Well, this is a big week uh, as we start conference play in the Cascade Conference. College of Idaho is picked number one in our league, selected by the coaches to win the league. Uh, Coach, before we talk about this year, and I know coaches hate to look backwards, but uh, I do want to spend a little bit of time talking about your success last year and uh, opening up this season at at number seventeen in the country. So you had a great run last year with a with a great group of young women. So talk a little bit about how you how you ended last year and and prepared for this year.
1: Yeah, no, last year was uh, quite honestly it was it was historical for us. Um, we set all sorts of program records um you know within the year and it was just a tremendous group that we knew was gonna have some talent to it, but weren't quite sure how it was all gonna come together and um you know felt good about who we were and and how we were gonna go about the year and and we were really fortunate to you know all sorts of you know players stepping up in, in big moments that you always were and uh they were ready for that moment and and then we were you know Drew Kaiser in the in the final of our of our kind of bracket and um had a tremendous game, you know we we at the time I think they were ranked number one in the nation and um you know, they'd won a couple of national championships already and and we went you know toe to toe and it was great to see our kind of evolution from the year before because we had played Kaiser um you know a year before that and and so we had made up a lot of ground in that um in that type of game, and I was really impressed with you know the group and and everything that they put into it and it really kind of set us a, on our journey for, um, you know, this past spring and, and leading into the fall and, um, you know, it's really been kind of a big springboard for, our, I think, where we want to go. And, um, it really kind of opened our eyes as to what's possible. And, um, and so they've, you know, it's been a really hungry group since then. And, and, you know, so really, really honored that we're, you know, picked where we were and, um, and excited for, you know, obviously what we've done in preseason and then getting ready for conference.
0: Yeah, and Chloe, uh, looking at your uh, doing a little research on you today, uh, you were kind of the Iron Man, if you will, of the team last year. You you played in every contest. You had great numbers, and and uh, certainly while disappointing, um, talk a little bit about how you felt going into the you know the the historic season, as Coach said, and then. Uh, what one of the the funnest parts that I love to watch is that um, qualification day and when you find out where you're going and and just talk a little bit about you and your team and last year's uh, journey.
2: Um, leading up to last fall, I think it was kind of we were all chopping up on the bit, kind of to go back and kind of show everyone who we were and we have played Kaiser that first time and kind of put up a good fight and so. All of us that were returning, we were ready to kind of get that new group rolling pretty much like immediately after that first Kaiser game. Um, We just, we knew we belonged in that element and it kind of showed all year. Our chemistry really came together on day one. We had a really big freshman class. I think our freshman class outnumbered our returners Mm -hmm. last year which was kind of crazy, Um, but they got super connected over the summer before coming in. So that helped a lot with our chemistry. Um, so them coming in connected helped helped all 30 of us kind of connect and build that journey that you guys are talking about. Um, and we went ended up winning that first game against Truitt, And then, I mean, we put up a really good fight against Kaiser again. And it wasn't I wouldn't say it was sad when we lost that game against Kaiser, but it was more like, OK, we know we truly do belong here. We really put up a fight today. It was more we had a chip on our shoulder to come into this year. And we know we belong with everyone and that we can compete with anyone any day of the week.
0: Yeah, and that's a great segue, Coach. I, I think out West, we we struggled to get that national recognition, right? Um, and some of it's geography and, and some of it is just being able to go back into the tournament and perform well so Raiders and others see exactly what Chloe said is that we belong. Um, so talk a little bit about that number 17 pre preseason ranking and really how important that is not only for you, but for our league.
1: So for, for us, um, you know, as we've talked, you know, we had the opportunity to last a uh, couple of years to be able to, you know, be at the national level and, um, and in talking with coaches that are, you know, we're obviously playing schools that are in the, the East or Midwest and, and, you know, every one of them are, are commenting that we are, we're, we're really tough to rate out here because we, we just we don't get out enough and, and these other schools don't see us. And they just, from a national perspective, they have a really hard time evaluating us as teams. And, and so we kind of made the decision, you know, about a year ago or two years ago that for us to, to kind of take that next step, we needed to really get ourselves out and, and start exploring some different parts of the country that, you know, there's, there's a lot of really good NAIA soccer at and And um, so this year, you know, we had an opportunity to Tennessee, uh, in preseason, um, and played you know number fifteen Cumberland's in a really tight game, um, two to two, and and played another school from Ohio. We've had Embry Riddle come in this year, um, you know, so we're we're really trying to raise the bar for our program as um, you know to be competing against some of the best teams in the country and and continue to build our profile. And, and I think getting that recognition of you know coming in at, at um, I think it was nineteen maybe to begin with, and then. You know working down into 17 now and um I think it says a lot about what you know teams across the country think of our program and what we're doing and and we're hopeful that we can continue to um to to play it at an extremely high level and and I think the more that you know not only ourselves but teams in our conference continue to do those things it's it's only going to build a profile of our conference our conference is one of the toughest in the country our travel is is crazy um you know we Other schools across the country can't believe what we do, um, collectively. And, and I think there's a lot to say for that. There's a lot of really good teams in our conference and there's no freebies, uh, when we get to the stage and, and, um, you know, it's anybody can, can get a, get a result on any given day. And so I think, you know, it, those games also not only nationally help us build our profile, but they help us when we get ready to compete within our conference as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. When you, when you think about our, our conference, um, you know, spreading from Ashland, Oregon, all the way to Billings, Montana, Great Falls, Montana. Uh, It's hard to even think that College of Idaho is in the middle of that, that large, large, uh, large conference footprint.
1: Absolutely right. And
0: and then playing back to back. And and I'm sure, I'm sure Chloe, uh, playing back to back in conference while a grind, really, when you get to that postseason, man, having that day off is like, this is like nothing. Playing every other day, hey, this is great. I'll take that all, all the time.
2: Yeah, it's definitely a nice little break having that day off in between.
1: Yeah, and this and Chloe, I don't know if you know She she just broke our, our the uh, most minutes played by a I soccer player, and so wow. <laughs> she really appreciates those days off now when she gets. <laughs> yeah,
2: yes, big time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Chloe, you're uh, listed on the web page. You're a grad student. Um, so uh, obviously, you, you've got uh, your undergrad. And, and so what, what is the grad program that you're working on right now?
2: Um, so right now, so when COVID came around, um, Regan and a handful of other people within CFI came up with the idea of creating a sports admin program for all of us COVID kids who wanted to stick around for a fifth year. Um so yeah right now I'm just taking two classes two grad uh classes for sports admin which I actually want to go to grad school for sports admin so it kind of is working out really well for me right now.
0: That that's awesome. Yeah, that was I, I remember when Regan brought that to the conference and and uh and wanted to sponsor that legislation uh, nationally. Uh, and and that's awesome because that, that's helped so many people at C of I where you traditionally hadn't had a lot of grad programs and, and to finish out your career and not only help the COVID kids, but now other other people coming through see that as an opportunity. So that's awesome.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: So, Coach, uh, pick number one in the conference, and thank you. Yes, it was preseason 19. We've had one rating, and you're up to 17. We have another one that'll come out tomorrow. You're going to enter league play at four, one, and one, and as you mentioned, really a demanding preseason. And uh, you go on the road. You're going to you're going to face Evergreen State and Northwest, and and uh, both very dangerous teams on the road. What what are you expecting uh, from from the from Northwest and from Evergreen?
1: within both programs you know i think at this stage everybody's kind of zero and zero they've gone through their pre-seasons their whether they've been really successful or you know maybe not accomplished everything that they wanted to it's everybody's at zero and zero and and you know very rarely have we had games that we just you know you, you walk through it i know um again northwest has come off an unbelievable season and you know they want to pick up where they left off and, um, you know, there's they always are a really tough, challenging opponent uh anytime on the road. And you know, an Evergreen. Um, yeah, I think you're a team that is um incredibly gritty. Um, they're gonna fight like crazy. I think seeing there has done an unbelievable job with you know building their culture and in, in their program. And um, you know, I I just anticipate you know those games being you got to bring everything with them, and you know, that's something that we talk about within our, our group is that. You know, we have we have to be you know consistent in everything that we do every day. And and if you decide on a particular day not to show up, you you can get beat in our conference. And uh, to start, you know, start the weekend off. To you want to get on the front foot on a the opening of of conference play. And and so you know, we've got to be our best versions. And uh, there's a lot of things that are going to have to go into that for that to happen. And it's going to start with our you know not only the preparation this week, but how we travel and and rest and, and those things in order to hopefully, you know, put some successful um, results together. Um, but no, there's, there's no freebies in our conference. And,
0: and you mentioned Northwest and, and uh, we, we'd be really remiss if we didn't talk about that program from a standpoint of, they've been one of those programs that uh, like last year, they they won the conference regular season. They won the tournament. Um, but then they've also been one of those programs that you alluded to that, man, they can catch fire and they've done that in several years. So you, to your point, you can't take any weekend off or, or overlook anybody.
1: No, you can't. I mean, again, you're, you're playing back-to-back days, um, against teams that are at home, they're comfortable, you know, they're, they're excited, they're at home. They, they expect to, to, uh, you know, perform really well at, you know, just like we would at our place and, and you know, I think home field advantages really do exist in our conference. Um, and so, you know, it's going to take everything from us to to be successful and, you know, deal with evergreen first and, and hopefully, you know, get on the front foot in that game and and play really well and um, just utilize our, 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 the, the quality of players that we have and, and, and hopefully be able to come through that game and then, you know, turn our attention to Northwest who, again, those guys are, you know, they're the defending champs. So um you know, we've, we've got to be our best versions if we hope for, you know, any type of result out of that performance.
0: Chloe, as a veteran, uh, you probably have talked to the new players on your team about our travel, about how hard it is week in and week out, and, and you've really got to be mentally prepared. But until they face it, um, they might not know. But what are some of the things that you, as a, as a veteran upperclassman, have tried to prepare your teammates for?
2: Um, I mean, I think a big preparation point for us so far is we recently just played back-to-back. So kind of just showing everyone and kind of helping them understand like what that feels like, whether it's pre-game prep, post-game prep for the next day, um, kind of just helping them in that way, because kind of leading up before this last weekend, we've had a day off in between every game. Um, So yeah, I mean, kind of just taking them through that process this last weekend of okay, we're going to play game one, but then it's how do you prep for those next 24 hours before the next game, you know? So it's kind of just taking them through that process of making sure you really have to take that time. And it's really valuable, especially on these way trips.
0: And and Chloe, uh, is coach one that uh, he's hands-on with everything, or does he turn some of this stuff over to his leadership, the veterans like you, and say, hey, I need you guys to, to lead and take this?
2: It's definitely 50 50. He gives us, you know, kind of like pointers and everything. But yeah, he kind of relies on all of us upperclassmen and all different leaders around the team to kind of help push everyone to be the best that they can be every day.
0: Let's talk a little bit about your home, uh, home field, uh, Simplot Stadium, which was turfed several years ago when you guys brought football back. And what a great environment. And, and I will tell you, at least from my perspective, uh, C of I and the Yotes have one of the best home, uh, home crowds in our league a- across the board for all of your sports. What's it like for you, Chloe, to play there at, at Simplot and in front of your home crowd?
2: Um, It's really unique. It's well, especially I'm Idaho born and raised but up in Coeur d'Alene. So kind of originally when I came down, it was a little odd not having like my hometown feel to it. But kind of that hometown feel came really quickly, especially from like the club soccer atmosphere. You have a lot of those younger kids that still come out and watch you from Boise Timbers, Thorns, kind of stuff like that. So it's really unique I know we had a game against Embry-Riddle and we had quite a few people there so it's always fun yeah again having those little kids there and kind of having that recognition not only within the school but within the whole community of Caldwell, Boise, Nampa so
0: in addition to obviously playing at home as your favorite where's a place on the road where you get really amped up and you're like "I, I love playing here
2: um, I'd probably have to say, Southern Oregon. it's always just it's a really crazy environment there. Um, it's always a huge crowd when we go there, and it's yeah, it's always just a really intense game. The crowd really gets into it, which makes it a lot of fun.
0: And, and Brian, uh, you're obviously you're a c of I grad, uh, yeah. played there you've seen the evolution of that athletic department and your staff and, and talk a little bit about from your perspective as a long time ago, student athlete, uh, to now. So, you know, how's it been for you the last 19 years being part of the, the Yote fam?
1: Yeah, it's, it's been tremendous. Um, you know, I guess, like you mentioned, I was was fortunate to be a student athlete here, uh, back when pictures were kind of black and white and, um, (laughs) my team photos are still black and white, but, uh, and I hear hear about it from these guys all the time, but um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's been really unique. Um, The the cool part is that we have so many coaches here that I actually went to college with. Um, You know, you look at our volleyball coach, Liz is, you know, I knew her then and, and our, and her husband, our softball coach, Al, you know, we were good friends in college and, and, you know, it's it's just such a family feel to this place. You know, from from Marty Holly to Regan to, um, you know, you've got Austin working here now, who was, you know, an athlete and then in track and now administration, and and so you know, this place has a lot of fun memories for me. Um, from you know the time growing up in this program and and realizing the journey that I wanted to go on in my professional career and um, and seeing how the programs have evolved and um, you know from playing to on our grass field, you know, by softball to Simplot Stadium, which was an old baseball field. And, and now, you know, we've got football back and turf and it's just, it's been a really exciting time to to be a Yote and to see the evolution of all of our facilities and programs and sports. And, you know, we're adding in beach volleyball this year. And, And so it's, you know, we're constantly, I think, as a program trying or as a as a department and administration to, you know, to keep pushing the envelope for our programs. And Regan does a tremendous job in Austin of, you know, really helping our athletes and our programs and our faculty are so supportive. And and it's just it's a really fun place to be and to be experienced that journey from the time I was 18 to now is I won't give my age quite yet, but uh, really, really enjoyed it
0: he his game plans, they had to chisel him out in rock. They...
1: <laughs> There's truth to that, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Coach, when I have had the opportunity to watch you guys play, one of the things that's impressed me, at least from my perspective, and, and I admit I'm not a soccer guy from a standpoint of knowing, knowing the sport really well, but I've always been impressed with what I felt was really, really strong defensive pressure. And, and just that emphasis of, hey, we're going to come at you defensively. We're not going to be, we're not going to back up um, and let it come to us. We're going to force the action. And, and talk about some of your, your key returners and newcomers that will continue that, that kind of style of play that, that I think the Yotes are known for.
1: Yeah, thank you. Um, no, I think that, that's really well said. I think um, they're a great, you know, returning group. Uh, but we've had some, you know, a mix of ta- uh, transfers with incoming freshmen. Um, you know, we we've been fortunate to get a couple of of you know, Deborah Pond coming from Idaho State University, uh, Alexis Hawes from um, uh, Boise State. Um, you know, from down to our freshmen. Um, you know, great Walt is going to be a kid that boy people are going to talk about for years to come, and um, he's from Carson City, Nevada, and and is just jumped right in and, and making a name for herself. And and there's there's a number of players that are are in those same type of roles. And and you know for us, we kind of feel like no one likes to defend. And so um, you know, our our best recipe for that is to try to get the ball back as fast as we can uh, so that we don't have to. And and we want to we want to play forward. We want to attack. And so you know for us we we never use the kind of the terms that we're, we're defending. We use terms that we're attacking to get the ball back. And, and so we have a real kind of attack mindset, whether we have the ball or we don't have the ball. And, um, and I think that kind of predicates our game um, is we want to be really fast up-tempo attack, 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 but obviously have some real structure to that. And, and um, you know, hopefully keep the opponent, you know, from, with few chances and, and, few goals. And, and if we can do that, then we put ourselves in a pretty good spot.
0: And, and Chloe, you're, you're nodding back there. Like, yeah, that's what we like. We want to attack, 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 and, and talk a little bit from your, your position on the field, kind of how how you help set that tone for you and your teammates.
2: Um, I think personally, like individually for myself, uh, I like to really be the loudest person out there. So kind of just talking everyone through that and, I mean, like Smitty said, we don't really have that defensive mindset and we, I don't think we ever will have that defensive mindset again. Um, We just want to attack all day long. We aren't necessarily the tallest or the biggest team around. Um, So kind of utilizing our speed and still trying to fight and find ways to get forward and score goals at the end of the day.
1: Just, you know, Chloe is such a a big piece to all of this. Um, You know, she's been in our program for you know, five years now. It's been an impactful player from day one, and you know, she's she's kind of the, the glue to all of it. Um, her voice and personality, the coach on the field, um, and so we're able to do a lot of the things that we're able to because of you know close, you know pose quality and and her personality out on the field, and and she just you know really is a, kind of a catalyst for all the girls to feel really comfortable in the attack because she's such a good leader and and see situations really early. So. You know to get her
0: back for a fifth year was a really playable piece for us to continue the journey for That's awesome. Uh what I was going to mention is just a little bit about our postseason. Um, we're a league that's large enough where we have two AQs to the national tournament. Uh, our regular season champion gets the first AQ and then our tournament champion gets the second AQ and and if you happen to win both then the runner up which makes for an unbelievably exciting tournament. Um, and and we when we went to uh, adding our associate members in, we went to a, a single site, as you guys know, we're all 16 qualifiers, eight men and eight women team. Coach, I just think it's an unbelievably great environment and, and really brings that tournament feel to everything. And, and talk a little bit about your experience at that tournament from, from that standpoint of battling either for that number one AQ or, or getting to that runner up position, if you will.
1: Yeah. I've never been in the position to, to go into that in a comfortable place, you know? So um, we've, we've not been the top team going into, to that. And so you know the the pressure that comes with it i think there's there's this angst of you know a you want to qualify for it and then you know once you qualify for it now it's you know you really i mean there's just such a focal you know point to it all and it, it's you know it all comes to a head at the conference tournament and um you know you just you get the feeling with all the other games going on and and whether it's guys games or girls games and it's just the environment is just it's unbelievable I I haven't experienced anything like it uh, to be honest with you and um, every game's really competitive and there's so much at stake and um, you know you can just you can feel it within the groups from the second you get there um, till you know whoever ends up you know winning it all and um, you're right it's a unique uh, environment and, and tournament and it's I think it's a tremendous setting and I think the conference does an unbelievable job putting it together and and uh, yeah, we look forward to it every year and but you don't certainly don't take it for granted by being able to get there. So, um, yeah, it's an honor to be able to play in it. And and then you just, you know, you hope that you're able to at least, you know, be if worst case scenario, be one of the, you know, the automatic qualifiers. And because and, uh, we certainly haven't been able to get it done quite yet on the other side of it. But uh, hopefully that can change. But um, yeah, it's it's a great, great event. and And the conference does a terrific job with it.
0: Yeah, as you said, five teams stay home, and they, and they don't get to experience that uh, on that given year. And uh, huge credit to, to Corey Anderson, Sarah Freeman, and, and the staff at Bushnell for putting that on. And, and uh, you know, we'll be back at Willamette Lane for quarterfinals and semis over at Civic Park again for our championship um, so that'll be great. Well, Coach and Chloe, just really want to thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, pick number one in the league, entering conference play this weekend. The Yotes are hitting the road, uh, heading to Washington, and, and we wish you nothing but luck and and health along the way for, for everyone on the team. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it's been an honor to be on with you and, and really appreciate the opportunity.
2: Yeah, thank you so much for the time today.
0: On behalf of uh, my director, Courtney Blummer, and myself, this has been Cascade Connects Women's Soccer. On behalf of director Courtney Blummer and host Robert Cashel, thanks for tuning in to Cascade Connects, the official podcast of the Cascade Collegiate Conference, 15 championships, and over 3,000 student-athletes. This is the CCC.